welcome to Hearts and Stripes, your one-stop shop for all things military marriage. I hope our discussions and interviews equip you with the tools to start or grow a beautiful marriage as we address the benefits and challenges of marriage. I believe life's most precious moments are worth celebrating, so I'll help you design your marriage blueprint in alignment with your core values. Thank you for joining us, and remember to rate, subscribe, and review. Let's do this. Hello, hello, and welcome to Hearts and Stripes podcast. This is your host, Bree Carroll, and I am excited to bring you a new heart to heart. So if you have been listening here, or if this is your first time joining us, welcome. You should know that here at Hearts and Stripes podcast, we are all about strengthening military marriages. That is at the center of our conversations, these interviews, and I just want to be able to equip each and every one of you while taking notes for myself, let's be clear about strengthening military marriages so that we can have relationships that thrive. I believe that each and every one of us out there that are listening, you are probably a part of this military lifestyle. And there is a great deal of sacrifice that comes with that. So I absolutely feel that there's no reason why our relationships cannot thrive because we deserve to live fulfilled lives and be fulfilled in our relationship. So today, before I get all stirred up, we have a very special guest, Tamika Payne. She is all about this message of cultivate, cultivate, cultivate. I'm really excited to chat with her um, a little bit about her before we jump into our discussion. She is a major in the Air Force. She is a mom of three and a wife of 14 years. Yes. So she is coming with a wealth of knowledge. And I absolutely love that. She is a new author. And we are going to talk a little bit about her project that she has more than just a tulip. And we're going to dive into her passion and her devotion to making sure people understand that they have everything that they need inside of themselves to thrive. I am just really excited to hop into this discussion, strap in. Tamika is just a wealth of knowledge and she is a ball of fire and I love it. So just know that this episode is going to be packed with all the things that you need to know. Samika, thank you so much for being a part of Hearts and Stripes podcast. And I can just go by Samika, or do mm-hmm. you like to be called anything? You know, people be having nicknames. Queen, please. Queen of the world. Queen, yes. Queen of the world. Tamika is here joining us on Hearts and Stripes podcast. I'm so excited to chat with you. Say hello to everyone, Tamika. Hey, everybody. So we are going to dive in and share, um, and you will hear from Tamika. I've known her from being in these internet streets, uh, doing the good work, motivating the people. So I'm really excited to dive in. But before we get to the goodness, let's share a bit of that goodness via what is your military marriage story? Okay, so my military marriage story is I am a active duty major in the United States Air Force. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. And my husband is a stay home dad for our three kids. 
Awesome. Um, prior to that, he was in the military also, active duty, enlisted, maintainer, mm. and then civil engineer. Oh, look at that. Yes. Go <laughs> CE. Shout out to him. Cause yeah, yeah that's that's my that's my that's area. You? I love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Love yeah. CE. Yep. You need CE. <laughs> exactly. See, let him know. <laughs> but so that is awesome. And and so what is that dynamic for you guys with you being active duty and him staying at home I know that was something that most people had to like figure out so how did you guys kind of figure that out and what works best for your relationship I would say we still figuring it out that's good I like that (laughs) so he is um so this is our first assignment with this dynamic so usually Mm, you know all the other assignments were both meal to meal and so it was different this one is the first one where we're like this. So we're figuring out what's acceptable to, you know, expect from one another. And I don't think that we've really nailed it down, honestly. So some days it flows beautifully, like mm-hmm. perfect music. And then some days it's like, well, weren't you going to take care of this because I'm doing all this and it's, and then right. I have so my, my religious and my upbringing is like, hey, wife does wife stuff. And but I'm like, yeah, like back in the day, though, when they didn't work outside the home. So I think we're still figuring out like what's OK and what's not OK. And I love that you that you're being honest and sharing that, because most times you'll hear people, they try to put on <laughs> like they have it all figured out. And really, every season kind of brings something different, like. There may be a season when you can get in there and do more of the domestic traditional roles, but then there are other seasons where you share those responsibilities and that's okay too. And and I think Mm -hmm. that's really good for our listeners even to hear. Um, Sometimes it just takes a little trial and error and figuring it out, but it sounds like you guys do well with just communicating like, oh, I think we dropped the ball on this one or, you know, and trying to support one another in that way. Yeah, I think I think we're good at being like, mm, make that it's not a big deal. So, <laughs> yeah. But I wish it was like, oh, on Mondays he does the laundry and on Tuesdays I cook dinner, but it is not like that. It's like, um, who's gonna make dinner? And like, I don't know who's gonna do whatever. And we like each day, we're just day by day trying mm-hmm. to just trying to figure out like you know like I said like who who's doing what and who expects what do we expect of each other so and see you know what the reason why I like that you're saying that is because it sounds like even your personalities y'all are a little more laid back like if somebody didn't do something it's not like it's gonna be like world war three it's like "Uh, okay we'll figure it out now (laughs) you know I had to get to that point because Mm -hmm. I'm not by nature a a Rush it off thing. I'm a uh, who who was assigned to this? Get it done, get it done right. And why is it not done? Like that's my natural like me. But because of who my husband is, I had to be like, okay, what matters matters. What doesn't doesn't. That's and good. He's being or having no other way anyway. So I would just constantly get frustrated. Like who's gonna do the laundry? And it's Wednesday, and laundry should be done on Wednesdays. But he's like. Do you have clean underwear? Are you good? Well, then press. That's so, good. Like, <laughs> what matters, matters. And what doesn't, doesn't. I love that. I think that's a good lesson for all of us 
um, no matter kind of what your personality is, because I've mm-hmm. had to check myself sometimes and just be like, Brie, you are upset over something that doesn't matter. And I mean, after a year like 2020, I feel like everybody got a little perspective on yes. what matters yes. and what doesn't. There's something yeah. we are going to fight for and and stand for. And there are some other things that's like, eh, you're right. I got clean drawers. Exactly. No, I, I do. I so love that. I want to dive into kind of a little bit about this season of your life. Like you said, one, this is the first time that you are the only active duty person in the household as a major. So uh, more leadership opportunities and responsibilities, but not just that you have, um, this is your launch. This is your launch season. Share a little (laughs) bit about what that launch season. I know I'm excited. Tell me a little bit about that. Oh, yeah, I, I think that's perfectly said. I'm in a launch season because um, there's just a lot going on. I'm like so excited that I get to do all I get to do. So right now I have um, a podcast that I'm doing myself and, yeah. um, to get the conversation going with this community, our DOD community, that I think it's it's easier said than done. But it's definitely something that we have to we have to do um, and have the conversation about our different experiences based on our race and gender and ethnicity. Cadence combos. Yes. So um, so cadence combos. Got it. Started that just as a um, a side project. One, I'm super motivated by my best friend who was Dr. Latanya Moore, and she launched her podcast, and it is booming. Like it is. It's I love it with spirituality and like all she's doing. So we've been best friends since seventh grade. So we're going to always be like, okay, girl, you got this, you got this. So, um, so we decided around the same time that like, I'm going to do a podcast. And so I just wanted to do one with what I know. And I know being in the military and I know being um, a minority person in the military. Yeah. So I wanted to capture that. And, um, and it's exciting it's a it's a lot of work because I don't want to misrepresent people right <laughs> right edit. but I'm having a blast with it and um and I'm just excited about that um yeah. the other thing I'm launching is the website so I had this this is my life's work it's going to be uh, my life's work and it's called more than just a tulip you have to break that down because when I saw that more than just the tulip.com for those who are mm-hmm. starting to search I know the yes. link is in the show notes but break down what that means where that came from because I love how you said that's your life's work so you're even thinking beyond military and I love it yeah that's my that's my legacy so I was deployed to Qatar for a year um a year and a half ago while I was there I had a lot of you know you have a lot of downtime in a deployment so I um I spent my time in prayer I spent my time asking God, like, why am I here? What is my purpose? Like, what do you want me to do? Like, I'll do anything. Just tell me what it is. Right. And so I don't even like dig flowers. Like that's how, this is not me. Right. <laughs> so, so I was um, just sitting in, in contemplation and it like, I think it's a download from the Lord. He said to look up the life cycle of a tulip. So I looked it up and I'm like, oh, tulips are cool. So I thought like a tulip, you know, the beautiful flower we see, but to get there, you got to understand that it has five stages. Mm. So there's five stages to get that beautiful flower we see, but 
if you want to see any more of those beautiful flowers, there's two more stages that the tulip goes through. And one of them is for it to die. Its seed has to die to create stage seven, the next generation of seeds. Wow. And so yeah. every tulip creates um, a whole generation of seeds as long as it keeps pushing through. Mm-hmm. So my life's work is about letting people know that wherever you are and whatever you've done, you got more and you can push through and it's going to cost something and it's going to cost you to do things undercover and in stealth mode and without mm-hmm. all the accolades yeah. and the audience, but you got to do it because on the other end of that is your legacy. Woo, so I got just, chills. When you start talking legacy, I get excited because um, that for anyone who is who knows me knows I, I so especially on Hearts and Stripes podcast, I love to talk about identity as it relates to you as an individual and building and growing in yourself. Love talking about marriage, how we can strengthen our military marriages and three. You just hit on it. Legacy. What are we leaving? What are we leaving for that next generation? What are we leaving our community? What kind of impacts are we making with the decisions that we make today? And I love how you break down the stages of the tulip. I'm so excited. So you are also um, a author, a newly published author with the devotional and the journal um, with more than a tulip. And, and I am just really excited. Share um, a little bit because y'all gonna have to go to more than a tulip.com, but share a little <laughs> bit of what they can expect from the devotional and the journal. So the website is being developed right now, right? So I'm in, I'm in, I'm an active duty commander and I have three kids. So mm-hmm. right. You <laughs> take your time. Take time. Take your time. <laughs> what I have been able to release is the devotional in the journal. So mm-hmm. the devotional, more than just a tulip, is a 21 day um I call it conversation, 21 conversations that I use biblical examples of people who did not stop where they were and they pushed through so that they could be stage seven. Mm. And I want to encourage teens and women of different ages that, that no matter who you are, what you've done, push through because we have all these examples of people who did that and they changed the world. They changed dynasties they established some permanent things that we have yet to uncover and so why not why not be like that so you can get the devotional on amazon um in the journal then i i will personally send journals out right now until i get my website up so that is so exciting no it is really good and i love that how you tie all of that in because um prior to we were talking about cultivation and that really I that really sums it up I love how you're talking about um being able to push through and your belief and I love that your stance on things is everyone is capable of pushing through like that tulip you have to push through like you mentioned doing things in stealth mode it's under that soil you can't Mm -hmm. really see what's going on people not gonna clap for you for doing those right things but um cultivating to see um that beautiful flower and beyond that that legacy that what you have will lead so I love that what else can you share about that that passion that you have for people cultivating things in their life so let me tell you how I came up with the the c word right that's yeah yeah 
Yes, so C I word. I love friend. it. Because <laughs> we like that C word can be. Uh, right. Way. For us here is communication because yes. Lord knows <laughs> for marriages is usually communication. But communication. Give, cultivate, give us that C word. Yes. Yeah, so cultivate. So I have a, another friend. I got a lot of friends. I have another friend, um, Erica Jefferson. So she is the chief, um, is the host of Amplifier, right? And so I got to, I surprised her one time because we've been friends since college and we were like, we don't have no money. Let's put your 50 cent with my 75 cent. Yes. We're going to go to the food court and split this sandwich in half, grab one of these free sodas from this leftover event yesterday. We're going to have breakfast. So that's me and Erica, right? Mm -hmm. So. I surprised her one year, a couple years ago at one of her planning conferences for Amplify Her. And I say, hey, don't do nothing special. I'm just going to show up. So I show up and I get to sit into her planning meeting with her, her like dream team. And these ladies are in there like, I mean, making things happen like, like effortlessly. So she and her nature threw me into the mix and said, okay, here's the assignment. Everyone has to come up with a, a word that begins with the letter C that defines your story. And so I'm sitting there like, what kind of mess is, I don't, why, <laughs> there's all these beautiful words in the dictionary. She wants me to stick with C. Nobody uses C words. So um, when I came to, to, to tell my story, my, just my, how, who I am and what I came, where I came from, um, cultivate was my C word. Mm. And for me, it means taking what you got to, to get what you need so you can make it somebody else's resource. That's awesome. And, and it would, and it stuck with me. Like her doing that with me has stuck with me for three years now. And I'm like, okay, that's, that's my purpose. That's what I do. I take whatever it is and we make it work. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. <laughs> that is so good. And I love that. And, and I know you're not just an author, you are a speaker, but with that message, I really feel like y'all are getting some coaching right now on this, <laughs> in this conversation, this is going into coaching because oftentimes in, in marriage or in personal develop, as you try to grow for yourselves, a lot of times are like, well, this would be better if I had block mm -hmm. or if I was somewhere, or if we weren't in the military, it would or be if better. If they didn't do this. Or if if they they, right. Mm -hmm. Right. Yep. And I love that you're taking it from a no. What do you have right now in this season? Where right you're at, right now. that uniform on or yes. about to take it off, whatever season you are in yep. right now. What can you do with that? Because you can make something out of, out of what you have. Whatever you got. And I think exactly. people underestimate themselves. I think that's at the core of what I believe is people don't know how great they are. Mm, like, and mm -hmm. it's not to gas anybody up, but like if you understood what it took to make you, you would walk around with like a little bit of- Right, like a little, little pep in your step. Get a little swag. Right, get that swag. <laughs> yes, because you would realize like all the greatness that it took to make you is in you. Mm. And so all you need to do is do it. Like just just do it. Just, just be great. It. That's as simple as that. And I think when people get pushed a little bit and they get pruned and prodded and they realize that, hey, I'm great right now. You're not going to be great. You're not going to make a difference. You are the difference. You are right. great. And it's just a matter of you recognizing it so we can benefit from it. So yes. to me, is that simple? Just, just know who you are, what you bring. I, so I do, a, um, so I'm a commander, right? I'm a mm -hmm. Spartan. 
like best job ever. So I get the opportunity to talk with um, my replacements, right? I'm grooming people. Right, right. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, listen, I'm trying to set the bar as high as possible. So you guys have this platform. It's not anything but for you to have a platform for you to start right here and launch into higher. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I tell them like, whatever you got right now is enough. Like that's it. Just know it's enough and you need to get started with what you got. Nobody's going to, like we hear in the Air Force all the time that we're out of, we're out of, I heard General Cresby one time. I don't even know if he's still in the Air Force, but he was my boss for like, I don't know, a couple months. But yes. he sat us down at a table. He said, we're out of money. It's time to start thinking. And I was like, all right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> right. Because it's like, we don't, we're not going to get any more resource. We're not going to get, mm -hmm. you don't need it. You don't need any more anything. You need to take what you got and make it something. And if you do that enough, you'll have more than enough. Absolutely. To make it work. So that is so good. And that's really what leaders do when we are in times of conflict or lack, lack of resources, as we like to say, what was the message that we got? It was do more with less. I think the correct way is, is what you are saying use what you have it's not necessarily do more with less it's what do we have and yep. what can we bring forth because of that now that yep. may mean like you said some things may have to die <laughs> so that you can enter into that new season but yeah. you can still yeah. do a lot and be great in the season that you're in with what you have right here so that's yep. awesome so you just reminded me of this. So my reference, I grew up in church. So my references be like, okay, Bible, Bible. Yes. Um, so you remember that time? I'm like, I, I'm saying like, remember that time? Like we were there. Yeah. Remember that time? Yep. I remember <laughs> girl. By the now, by the now in the Red Sea. I saw it. I was there. It was there, right? It was <laughs> and there was, so, uh, but so this time in the Bible where like um, New Testament, all these followers were following Christ and mm -hmm. they wanted to, like they had been following for days. So he stops and look around like a good leader and is like, I need to feed these people. Mm -hmm. I'm like, Jesus was from the South because we always feeding people. Come on, right? <laughs> I need to feed these people. And his immediate circle was like, we, what you want us to do, walk down to the store and get all right. this stuff. And by the time we come back, it's time for them. Just send them home. We don't got, we don't got it. Mm -hmm. And then he said, all right, one, sit down. So get in order. And then mm. two, bring me what you got. Yep. And then he took that and was, and to me, that's a leadership lesson. No matter what you, your faith, that's a leadership lesson. He said, bring me what you got, go find what you got, bring it here and let me make it something. Mm -hmm. And in his case, he made it more than enough. You know, and they had I love that. So it's like he people ask me like who's my leadership role model? It's Jesus. You know, what I mean? like if you're gonna lead, like look at look at this. Look at look at the great, look at the great leaders. Right. Look at the great. Yes. Thank you. Like if I I have other leaders that you know are examples for me, but I'm like my ultimate, like if I can just get close to how he does it, right. I'm in there. So. And I love that you break down that that lesson. So I've heard, of course, we for those who have heard the um that story of how jesus came through um did that miracle of feeding i've heard it taught a, 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 in multiple ways but it still aligns with how how you're saying there is a gentleman who he was a pastor and he took a course um as he was preparing for ministry and it was like basically the course i do not know the name y'all maybe i'll google it later <laughs> but basically the course was like demystifying the bible and he okay. was just saying 
he was like, let's just look, just take plain text and let's just think through demystifying. Jesus is capable of doing miracles, hands down. Yes, but that's not what I'm saying. That's that's not what I'm taking away here. I'm saying when he broke down that Bible story, he was like, okay, like you said, he had everybody sit in groups. He got them organized. He asked them, what did they have? They brought what the, the, the loaves and the yeah. fish. That's what was yeah. brought. He blessed it. We know that, right? And he broke it. And he had them what distributed and pass out and share. One of the one of the uh, the preacher that was given the message, he was like, "So what if his act of leadership, organizing people, showing them that they could share, sparked something else?" Because they were like, "Well, what if was that young boy is what we think is that young boy the only one that maybe packed the lunch? Maybe there was somebody else, and maybe because they saw his leadership." of breaking and sharing other people were like I'm going to follow what that leader just did I'm going to break and share and in a new way it, it, again still a miracle because they were fed and had leftovers let's talk about that so there was yeah. still multiplication in there but what yeah. if what happened in the midst of that miracle besides just thinking through Jesus did everything he taught them a lesson and it sparked something in them that showed them how to be leaders and share among the people too. And in that, in that lesson, things were multiplied and that's why they had all of that excess. And the reason why I bring that up is because I just love how you're saying with what you have, right? Using what you have mm -hmm. and rising to that occasion you could be somebody's leader. You could be that example for somebody that they are looking to, whether it be another couple in a marriage that is looking at you to say, dang, mm -hmm. they did what they what they could with what they had in their marriage yeah. and they still doing, you know, and, it, and they're yeah. way far farther than, than they were. Or, or even someone that you are, like you said, you're in command, somebody that is looking up to you, a subordinate, and they're like, dang, she just taught me something in I saw that our resources were cut I saw that you know we we were overwhelmed with now we got vaccinations on the base and, and all this other right. stuff and mission and and go do's and everything is coming your way and I love how you are just saying that in that you can be a leader still and mm -hmm. be an example for other people because I truly believe that your legacy is of course not for you but your legacy can impact people that you have no idea is even watching. Yes. Your legacy and your marriage can bless so many other people that through you just taking what you have, <laughs> yep, it, it definitely changes other people's lives that will come after you. So I, I absolutely love that. You're right. Jesus is the ultimate leader, the teacher, regardless of denomination, faith, and all of that. You can definitely right. learn from these biblical stories um, of, of how life was lived, how leaders, how leaders led. And I mean, in some trying times, right. They didn't have these, this internet, Google, right. Yeah. <laughs> they had far less and they did far more, um, yeah. with what they had and, and changed the world. Like that was an international ministry before there was Wi-Fi. Like, come on. <laughs> I'm just and saying I think too, like, um, like, as you say in marriage that I think people, um, 
people should understand too with, with people's marriage. So like our generation before, so I look at my parents and they were married uh, 35 years, right? Mm. And so it's like, when you look at it, it's easy to judge if you're not looking at cultivating. Right. So you look and you say, oh, their marriage may have been lacking this or that. But if you really understood, like they took what they had and they made it work. And like our grandparents and generation before that, when they're married for like one spouse for like their whole life, mm-hmm. uh, we we need to try to get there. And, and the way they did it is they cultivated. They were That's like, right. okay, I'm going to. And now that is not to say you put up with nonsense. Right. I'm not an advocate of nonsense. Not an advocate uh, for the foolery. No. <laughs> no, no <laughs> foolery. Mm-mm. But I mean, most things being equal as they are, then you you cultivate it. Like, mm-hmm. so I, I saw, I heard someone talking the other day about their spouse and it was just like ugly. You know, it's just like talking about what they didn't have, what they didn't do. And mm-hmm. I was like, well, that's why you're there. Like, come on yes that's why you're there so your wife doesn't have blah 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 like well, that's why you're there mm-hmm. you, you cultivate you bring that out of her instead of sitting around talking about her like that ain't gonna get you anything no but it's not you're the same so that's why I think it's significant to cultivate in your marriage because you you have to cultivate means you put your hand to the plow you move the weeds out the way you Mm. you know move the tears that means you like put the seed back in there you 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 till the ground you water you know cultivate is I do with my hands you know I I create this whatever I want this outcome to be I create it with my with my hands like I do my labor I love that sitting back waiting for to receive a tulip like I need you to get in there and it needs some fertilizer mm-hmm. it needs sunshine you know it needs the right if you want what they in Belgium they got beautiful tulips and they they grow them everywhere but if you want that then you gotta do the work to get that don't yes. just you know I and I love that you are saying that because you are just hitting on so many things that um we are aligned in so when I do um coaching and talks regarding marriage I use my care method and the Mm -hmm. second phase of that is assess the foundation and I literally talk about soil and good ground and what it takes to having good ground and you saying cultivate that's exactly what that what that phase is all about you Mm -hmm. identifying what are those foundations what are those things in your spouse in yourself in your past that maybe yes. the, that stone, those stones, what are those thorns? Like you said, getting those weeds out the way. Well, you have to identify it first. And right. then now that you've identified it, like you said, cultivate, get in there, get your hands dirty and be dirty. willing to pull some of that stuff out so that you can have a foundation that is ready to build upon to have a marriage that thrives. So I love that you were, look, you just, you just hitting all my buttons today. In there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. So I, I am just so full. I love all the things that you are sharing before we wrap up. I do want to ask you what is maybe one piece of advice? I mean, you've given so many, but what is like one piece of advice that you could leave people with um, for their marriage so that their marriage can thrive? Hmm. I would say appreciate the spouse that you have, not the spouse that you want. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that's what my husband has done throughout our marriage, right? And when you when you do that, you get what you want. 
yeah. instead of looking for that person to be somebody else, you know, and I'm going to say the second one too, like for free. Yeah. Go for so free. You got to settle, you got to settle that this is going to work. And once you're, once that's your standard, then all the options to make it not work, they're off the table. So, and that's something that, again, like I've learned that from my husband where like, um, bless you, he just came in. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but what I've learned from him is like, like I said, I did grow up in church, but uh, some of that stuff went out the window when I faced adversity in my marriage. And I, I thought that divorce was an option, right? And so because in my, in my mind, that was an option, then I went toward like, hey, you know, if this ain't good, we just gonna divorce. But for him, he had it settled in his mind that it's not an option. We're gonna make this work. That's so, so good. I think one of you gotta be willing to say like that D word is not an option for us. So mm-hmm. and, and and I'll tell you this too, it diffuses arguments. Like if we're getting into some disagreement, like sometimes he'll say, Well, look, you ain't going nowhere, I ain't going nowhere. So what you want to do? So what we about to do, <laughs> right? Exactly. So exactly. I used to get so mad. I'm like, no, I want to argue about this. I want to be mad at you. And I want to like this fight about it. But he's like, mm, all right. I mean, I mean but we're going to be here. So <laughs> I like that. That is a good one for anyone who's out there who needs to defuse the situation. Stand yeah. on that that commitment to we gonna be here that that is good. That'll defuse. You're right. That'll defuse an <laughs> argument. Will because you're like, well, you're right. And if that's what, if you're right about it, that this is going to work, then, all right, so now that gears me, that focuses me to strategies that make it work, instead of saying, how can I get out of this? Because there's something better somewhere else. Ain't nothing better nowhere else. You know what I mean? Like, what you got is good for you. You need to make that work, because that's what it is. That's Barring any crazy, like, I'm not talking about you getting drugged. Right. You know, so this is a... I don't want somebody to misquote like, well, that girl said no. No, no, no. Properly. Right. But, you know, in a, in a normal situation, just make it work. Make it work and accept that. Like, and if you have to say it, like, this is the husband for me. I love him. He is the best option that I could get. This is going to work. Like, mm-hmm. if you have to say it out loud and say it because you're married. Oh, marriage, yes. It's worth, it's worth saving it, you know, to say that. So. Again, you are so in alignment. That is why we put out the mill marriage affirmation guide. It's a freebie that we give because we want people to practice doing exactly what you said, saying it, having your words and your thoughts align so that you can walk in those actions and see that in your marriage, even if you feel like you're not there yet. Nope. Say I am in a loving marriage. I am with the spouse that I was intended to be with. I am in a marriage that will thrive. I am in a marriage that is working. You know, our best days are in front of us. You got to say it. Yep. You got to say it. You do. And it makes a difference too. Um, And I'm going to say for the third one too, just like making it a point to intentionally think good thoughts and write good words about your spouse. Mm -hmm. So if you're a person who, um, who needs to brain unbrainwash yourself about what marriage is supposed to be and how it's supposed to look, then I think writing in and saying it's helpful. Yes. Where you write like, this is what I like about my spouse. And you find something every so often that reminds you of why you, why you're here anyway. 
and why you want to stay and what do you want to accomplish? Like the easy thing is to say what's happening, but the necessary thing is to say what could be happening. You know, that, that, that's super helpful. I think that's a game changer for a relationship. I love those three tips and and shameless plug. If you're looking for a place to journal, you can always check out (laughs) more than a tulip.com and get you your journal and your devotional Tamika. I so love you. I so love you. You are, we are on that same wavelength and I, and I'm so excited for everything you have going with the devotional, with the journal, with the podcast in command. My hats are off to you because you are, you are doing it in this air force. And I am so excited for, to see you continue to grow, not just in service, but even after, like you said, you are embarking on your life's work and it is so exciting to see and cheer <laughs> you on from afar. Yes, girl. So my favorite segment of the podcast, Heart Tracks. Think about oh it, Heart God. Tracks. So Heart Tracks for everyone. You can check out the full playlist of Hearts and uh, Heart Tracks 2. It's for season two, Heart Tracks 2. Um, that's the full playlist of all of our songs for our Heart Tracks. And Tamika is about to lay out what this Heart Track is. Tamika, <laughs> what do you have for us? Oh gosh, okay. All right, so I think the one right now that that's constantly playing for me is... Um, it's a song called You Can't Stop Me by Andy Minow. I think it's Oh, yes. And um, I'm I about to like song. jump through this <laughs> screen. See, Tamika is my people because that that is my song that motivates me. So yes, yeah. I know yeah. exactly. Andy Minow, You Can't Stop Me. I yeah. love that. And I think it, it says so much about, about owning your own outcome. It's like, you can't stop me. You, you can't, you didn't put me here. You can't stop me from where I'm going. I don't need to to consult with you. I'm going. So you can watch it or whatever you want to do, but it's happening. And so, um, and I think that's this individually and in marriage, like you can't stop me from what I'm going to have this success in marriage. Like it's, it's going to happen. So you know, be a part of it or not, but it is yes. happen. Yes. And that's my hype track too. So y'all, you can't stop me. We're going to have that on a playlist. I am so excited. Thank you, Tamika. <laughs> that was, that was just, that just got me all excited. You will, Once you listen to that song, I promise y'all, y'all gonna be hyped. So just check yeah. it out. Heart Tracks 2 on Spotify. That's where you can find it. Tamika, thank you so much for being on Heart Tracks. Thank Heart you. Thank you. Talk to you for what you're doing too. This is phenomenal. This is awesome work. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in. Remember to rate, subscribe, and review. This is Hearts and Stripes. We are the few, the proud, that aim high and are forged by love. Always ready, always there. We are Mill Marriage Strong.